Hello everyone, my name is Pedro Greterol and this is the second season of Notes, a podcast about everything. One of my favorite memes states that the topic of today tastes like if someone was whispering the name of a fruit on a neighboring room. Today, we're going to talk about the rise and fall of LaCroix, the once leader of the seltzer market that now faces decreasing sales and collapsing revenue. It is plausible to say that LaCroix finds itself in a bit of a labyrinth. So, I guess it is important to understand the origins of this product. Chauhan reports that, even though its name points to a European origin, the flavored carbonated water product known as LaCroix was actually born in the Midwestern United States. It was created in 1981 by G. Hellman Brewing Company in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Its name comes from the St. Croix River, which is nearby. The intention of LaCroix was to change the image of sparkling water in the US, as it was perceived to be a very formal drink. It had modest sales. They reached $25 million in 1992, and the brand was sold to the company National Beverage. So this is when the story takes off. After the purchase, two historical trends blended together to give room to the rise of LaCroix to the top of the zeitgeist. People in the US had drastically increased their water consumption. According to Box, in 1988, the average person drank less than four gallons of water, including sparkling water, per year. However, the numbers skyrocketed and they were drinking an average of 37 gallons of bottled water per year. In addition, the taste for sugary soda was decreasing. Nelson and Sakarina report to box that the people in the US drank 12.4 less gallons of soda per year in 2015 than in 2005. On top of all of this, according to the International Bottled Water Association, the consumption of domestically produced sparkling water increased 58% between 2010 and 2014. This is the perfect scenario for LaCroix to emerge. The drink became an alternative for those who wanted something in between the soda that they were trying to move away from and the water they were already consuming, and the drink became a hit. The stock for National Beverage, the parent company, increased from $12 in the middle of 2010 to $55 in the middle of 2016. The drink became a hit between diet bloggers and fitness specialists, and quickly made its way into popular culture, where, thanks to social media, it became even more popular. The secret to its success was that it implemented a wide variety of flavors, and since not all of the flavors were stocked everywhere, the smaller supplies increased their popularity. However, just like all the drinks with gas, LaCroix went stale. The scenario that I described is very different from what LaCroix faces today. Laurent Garten, a beverage analyst for Guggenheim, wrote that the sales of the drink are in freefall. Sales decreased 15% in May, and the stock value is down over 60% in comparison to September of last year. According to Gartnet, this can be explained by a lack of innovation on behalf of LaCroix. Other companies like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and Costco are entering the market with sparkling water, and LaCroix is not offering anything different from these better-known brands. In addition, the company was rocked by a class-action lawsuit last year in regards to the ingredients of the drink. The product is advertised as being all-natural, 
but a customer named Lenora Rice filed a lawsuit by claiming that it has several synthetic components. This also could have been linked to a decrease in sales, which continues to be a bigger problem. Another CNN report states that the company decided to slash prices and now both the revenue and sales are decreasing. This is the story of LaCroix. I don't know if it's transcendental, but it is definitely more interesting than I thought it would be. Thank you for listening. All sources in the description. This was Notes. See you next episode.